everybody! Hi, friends! Well, from beautiful winter in Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up on the show today, Dan, we've got a message of hope. Do we? We've got... We're looking to the next year. We're gonna... And we are imagining just, like... That, that everything, all the impending doom in the world isn't going to come crashing all down around our heads. We, uh, that's, what, that's what we're hoping for. We'll see. We'll <laughs> see where this conversation goes because it's not looking great. Oh, man. For 2022. Every year just keeps. It, the hits just keep on last. coming. I know. The hits just keep on coming. We're going to talk about we, we We will find that ray of sunshine. Yeah. In the in the dark rain clouds of reality. We'll yeah. find it. It'll be there. It will be small. Yeah. And maybe maybe we'll find a rainbow out there. Yeah. Dan. Maybe. A beautiful, beautiful rainbow. <laughs> one like the one or many the 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 what is it in in Qatar. Oh, you the, uh, you just commerce, did a, you just did a segue. A segue. Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, the Commerce and Industry Ministry in Qatar uh, recently uh, confiscated a line of children's toys. Oh, um, from stores around the country. How dare! Uh, or around the Emirate that uh, were a little too rainbowy for them, <laughs> and uh, they they say that these children's toys, which we're just children's toys with no messaging that were rainbow they had colored bands of colors they had bands of colors and apparently this is quote contrary to islamic values yeah we don't believe in colors no way we believe in uh shades of grays and beige that's probably all probably lots of beige i think they're probably big fans of sand colors <laughs> So what you're yeah. saying? Well, and I think that's probably it, right? Because they're saying this uh, campaign against these toys uh, resulted in the seizure and release of several violations, including the confiscation of children's toys bearing slogans that go against Islamic values. Mm. Um, but all anybody can can figure out is that, of course, that it's the rainbows. Uh, the ministry urges all citizens and residents to report any product bearing logos or designs contrary to our traditions. So I think that's it. Yeah. It has to be sand colored. Yes. It has to be drab and dreary. Yeah. And that's our tradition, Frank. The, there, there are muted shades of green <laughs> that are allowed. You can do like white. Mm -hmm, if definitely. you need to. Yes. But I mean like. These were such offensive uh, toys, <laughs> such as uh, rubber stress balls. Oh, God. No, yeah. no. Just, just alleviating stress is against their tradition. <laughs> You're supposed to be as wound up as tight as you can. That, that, seems, that seems actually kind of fitting with Islam, <laughs> doesn't it? Um, this, of course, is Qatar. We've talked about Qatar recently on the show because they're going to be hosting, the, let's see, the World Cup. Yeah. Right? For rest of the world football. Yeah. And so people are like really watching how Qatar is behaving right now with regards to like, you know, inclusivity and a lot of the values that the rest of the world might embrace. Yeah, they may not have thought and this whole hosting the, the World <laughs> Cup through because like, you know, all of this shit was happening before. Yeah. It's just the rest of the world wasn't going, hey, 
cut mm-hmm. it out. Yeah. Yeah. This has definitely uh, brought a spotlight onto them and yeah. uh, a level of scrutiny that they may not uh, understand how to operate under. Yeah. Right. Well, uh, speaking of spotlights and scrutiny, uh, one is shining bright on downtown Salt Lake City right now. Uh, I, oh, no. I'm what sure happened? that everyone's expecting us to do this story, so I, we, we have to, I suppose. Okay. Uh, but billionaire Jeff Green, mm. uh, who's a, a tech a billionaire, and every headline that I saw mm-hmm. was like, probably richest Utahn. Like he the, hasn't lived here in, for ages. He hasn't lived here for, for he lives in California, yeah. I think. And, uh, but he's from Utah. Yeah. And pro, I just love that. Everybody's like, he's probably gotta be the richest guy from Utah. Right. <laughs> is that what he is? It's like, okay. Anyway, uh, former Mormon mm-hmm. and former as of this week. Oh yeah. Because this week, he officially withdrew member, his membership from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. But he didn't do it quietly. He decided he was going to splash this oh, yeah. one yeah. as heavily as he could. And when you're a billionaire, you can do some splashing. Oh, yeah. So uh, so Jeff Green has decided, like, he already had announced uh, a, a little bit ago that he was going to donate 90% of his, uh, what is estimated to be about $5 billion. Oh, okay. To, uh, to charity either current, either now or, or upon his death. Like, He's taken sort of the Warren Buffett challenge, right? Yeah. Yeah. And nine, you know, 90% still leaves a billionaire with a lot of money. He's yeah. never going to be not okay. Right. He's going to be fine. And that's the point of the, the Buffett challenge. Right. Exactly. Yeah. When he did resign from the church, he, he made sure that it was an open letter that he wrote and it was scathing. Mm-hmm. He did. He pulled all, zero punches mm-hmm. on it. And, mm-hmm. you know, it was about LGBTQ issues and social issues and the way they treat women. And like he mm-hmm. went down the list mm-hmm. and just made sure that it was like not fucking around. Yeah. The, Which things that the church has done, positions right. that the church has taken right are being called out and he phrased it as the the church has done more damage to sort of, you know, the civil rights right than any other organization in America or something like that. I don't don't know if he he said that. that? I know that he said that the, while the church does some good, Uh they do way more damage than good. Okay. I think that that may have been, I don't know if that's the one that you were talking about. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it is, not all, and you know, of course, he is going to put his money where his mouth is on this. He's already mm-hmm. said he's going to give away, uh, you know, ninety percent of his wealth. Well, the first donation after this letter was to Equality Utah, which is the largest gay uh, LGBTQ advocacy advocacy yeah. organization in the state. Yeah. Uh, and you were telling me about why don't you tell the people about uh, well, what 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 the six hundred thousand dollars that he gave. To Equality well, Utah is I, I th- four. I think it said that like half of that $600,000 is going toward a scholarship specifically for BYU students. That's Brigham Young University down in Provo. Yeah. Church, LDS church owned, very conservative, doesn't really like the gays. Um, and pretty shitty all around. Like, you know, has problems with like 
you know, they've they've victim blaming when it comes to like yeah. sexual assault charges, all of those, all of those fun yeah. conservative like church owned universities yes. have similar they, uh, all, they all do it. Yes. And so now if you're a gay student at BYU and you want to leave, there is a scholarship fund to help you do so. <laughs> which is the best fuck you. Yeah. LDS Church. I uh, it's just a, a beautiful That fuck is a you. grand fuck you. And yeah. the thing is, look, it's not like you and I, Frank, are advocating, hey, listen to billionaires here. <sighs> like that is the last thing I yeah. want anyone to do. But I love that someone's <laughs> shining a spotlight. Like the one thing that a billionaire can do at any time, at mm-hmm. any given moment, is shine a spotlight on something. Oh yeah. Because everybody loves a billionaire. Well, and because, yeah, like we're all, yeah, we're all looking at what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And this spotlight is pretty, is glaring. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It is hard to ignore. And there's nothing that hits specifically this church. Right. Of all the churches, there's nothing that hits the church, a church, our former church harder Mm -hmm. than taking away tithing from a billionaire. (laughs) Tithing and uh, bad PR. Yeah. I really hate bad PR. And this thing has been everywhere. Yeah. I saw it on the Washington Post, New York Times. Yeah. Um, all over the places on the internet I go. Yeah. Um, and uh, of course it was here handled here locally by the Salt Lake Tribune. Mm-hmm. Not surprisingly though, the Desert News didn't even run the story. Did they not? They didn't even run it. <laughs> As far as I'm, as far as I'm aware, that is the church-owned newspaper. Yeah. I know KSL didn't because when I was telling my husband about it, he actually reads KSL for like headlines. Oh, interesting. Um, and he was like, "Wait, what?" And then he was like, "Oh, I guess that story wouldn't be on KSL." Oh, that's so <laughs> funny. Oh my god. So, yeah, but this is the story. Just seems to be everywhere, and I love that so much because. The, the church tries so hard to not let a light shine on these issues. Yeah. And uh, as an organization with a ton of money, you need to be an individual with a ton of money to like call them out on this level. Yeah. And his resignation, I guess when you're a billionaire, your resignation letter also, you send it to the president of the church. <laughs> well, you because t- normally you just send it to like the records office. Right. Well, what you do is you send it, it to the press. Yeah, is yeah. what you do. Yeah, but it was addressed to yes, President Nelson. Yeah. So. Anyway, that's a that's 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 a delightful little <laughs> little bit of Christmas cheer for me. <laughs> well, all right, Dan. Yes. Here's a group of people not celebrating Christmas. Oh no! The now. Do they know it's? Cr- <laughs> I can't. I can't sing any more of that song. Gross. But now it's stuck in your head. Gross. So enjoy that. Uh, yeah, there's a city up in Michigan that now has an all Muslim city government, all oh. elected officials, the mayor and city council, all Muslim. It's everyone's worst nightmare. This is a big fucking deal. The name of the town is Hamtramck. Um, <laughs> that, like, okay. I have to stop you right there because I want to clue our <laughs> listeners into the fact that you were trying to talk about, you were looking at that name and you literally took 15 to 20 runs at it 
before we started recording. You, I, I assume you nailed it just then. But I have no idea. It's there are sequences just like, of letters. Ham, ham, tra- ham, 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 Amsterdam, ham, 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 tram, yeah. tram oh. stamp. Well, it was. For, it's also uh, for decades. It was known as Little Warsaw. Oh, uh, up up there in Michigan, a largely it's, Polish, uh, uh, very Polish. It's a small little place. It's uh, two square miles, really close to downtown Detroit, apparently. Well, I mean, not so long ago, it was uh, a largely Polish community. Yeah. And uh, since, I guess, the mid-2000s, I think the article was kind of hinting at, late 90s maybe, large groups of Muslims started moving in. Mm Mm-hmm. And now this is, this is, this is a new, this is a record. This is the first city in the United States that has a government made up entirely of Muslims. Interesting. Um, you know, that's probably for a lot of the older population in Hamtramck. That's probably a little bit of a scary thing. Somebody call Lauren, Lauren Boebert. <laughs> so get Marjorie Taylor green on the phone. Oh we need to stop God. this. Um, Anyway, the article like tells the story a little bit of Hamtramck uh, and some of the issues with like uh, uh, decay that the community, like just, um, you know, the buildings and and everything, uh, a lot of abandoned buildings, a lot of disrepair, Mm -hmm. a lot of, uh, the town was on the decline. Well, it's in in the middle of renewal, thanks to these new folks moving in. Mm. But the article, it's also sort of telling some of the things that the couple members of the city council they talked to felt the need to address one of the, this quote comes from a woman. Actually, she's the only American born member of the new city council. Uh, She was actually born in the town to a Catholic family and she converted to Islam. Mm. So I'm sure that's, that has its own little thing going on. That that reeks of daddy issues right there. Uh, but she says one of the big things that people are worried about is that we're going to get rid of the bars. Oh yeah. Um, she goes, we can't get rid of the bars. They're not necessarily bad places that we would want to ban because the non-Muslims aren't expected to live under the same rules that we're expected to live under. She says, yeah, Um, yeah. That's how secular society works. Ding dongs. Yeah. The mayor says we are Muslims. Uh, we are proud of our beliefs and values, uh, but we're not going to try to impose them on others. Um, <laughs> That's what you guys do. Yeah. I mean, I, I think when a mosque in town comes forward and asks for, you okay, know, can a, we a can grant we, or something or can we do the call to prayer at 4 a.m.? <laughs> <laughs> right. Like this is now a city council that, you know, is probably mm. going to be okay with it. Like, the town is going to take on a new, um, a new character. Sure. Right? Because we'll, of, we'll see because of this. But then there was also some people have been noticing things like, Oh, apparently the mayor's victory party. He had a, a number of, of women who worked on his campaign, volunteers who worked on the campaign. Um, none of whom showed up to his victory party because it was after dark. Oh, Oh, and apparently oh. there's this thing where women don't go out at night. They did. Oh my God. And so like, <laughs> so 
it's definitely going to be a little different up there in Hamtramck, Michigan. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, I, I feel I have always wanted this to happen because what because what the, the what I hate is when Christians start talking about how this is a Christian nation and you know we we what we should do is take over the the go- local government and then make sure we instill Christian values in the government. Right. And I want to be able to point to this and say, "Hey, look. Do you want them to be able to do the same?" When they when they have sufficient population, yeah. how would you feel if you lived in Hamtramck, tram prank, and uh, and uh, you know you're you're one of the Christian minority members, yeah. and suddenly the majority Muslim population starts implementing their thing, yeah. Well, if you would not like that, yeah, then you should probably think twice about your deal. They won't. They won't. Not right now. They'd rather probably start some holy war. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Oh, that's what they want. Yeah. That's what they desperately want. All right, Frank. I am going to say some names to you. Okay. And I want you to just sort of tell me what what it evokes in you. Like, what do you think these people do Mm. when when you hear the names? Okay. That sounds fun. Jeremy and Jessica Courtney. That's Courtney's their last name. Yes. Jeremy and Jessica Courtney. Now, what what does that evoke for you? What do you think? What what do you imagine Jeremy and Jessica Courtney do? Jeremy and Jessica Courtney. Uh they um uh they're they're real estate agents. Mm. Yeah, they got a show on the on on HGTV. Yeah. yeah. Do they? I, no, they don't. Oh, okay. But I can see where you would go with that. <clears throat> anyway, Wait, they flip houses. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, no, this Jeremy and Jessica Courtney uh, are former missionaries oh. uh, who who then sort of kept in touch with the donors to their mission and started a charity. Hmm. Now, here's the thing. Good for them. Their charity, which is called Preemptive Love Coalition. <laughs> what is preemptive love? Right? It sounds bad. But uh, actually, what uh, you know, theoretically, what they do is just uh, relief work in countries like Iraq, Syria, Mexico. It's it's apparently just uh, this you know, doesn't sound bad so far. And the charity itself is not explicitly Christian, okay. which means that the charity is not going around handing out Bibles. Or uh, you know, mm-hmm. requiring membership in their church to, or you know, baptism or whatever in order okay. to get help. There's an there's another shoe here somewhere. There's a there's a but. <laughs> uh, a series of people have now uh, quit. Have now resigned their positions because old Jeremy and Jessica, sweet sweet Jeremy and Jessica, are apparently horrible. They like just within the the religion or the rather the charity itself. Mm-hmm. They are abusive. They are they run it uh, basically like a cult, demanding absolute loyalty and punishing all dissent. So it, even when they're in a you know non-religious, when they've started a non-religious thing, <laughs> I think. Once you have a dictatorial religion, you know, dogmatic religion as your sort of your base, mm-hmm. your 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 exemplar of how to run an organization. Yeah. Yeah. Things go bad. Oh, my. So uh, currently uh, the board has put them on a leave. Um, oh, 
while they while they sort of sort through what's happening, but uh, <laughs> multiple of their of their people, including you know including people who are higher up, um, their former communications director Ben Irwin published an article in on Medium that was uh, basically just scathing. Oh my. Um, so yeah, the the board has published an open letter saying that they are that they have received serious complaints, uh, including problems with the Courtney's in uh, that involve race, gender, and power dynamics. <laughs> Which just oh, sounds like they're running a church. At that point, yeah. they just sound like, like they're running a church. That that the, that will get you in trouble. Yeah. In in uh. In the workplace, I suppose. Oh, golly. They did things like, uh, uh, Irwin accused them of things like, <laughs> apparently, uh, a lot of deceptive messaging, including things like using the Haitian earthquake to solicit donations, which, sure, mm-hmm. except that they have no operations in Haiti. So oh, that's, okay. a, that's, a, that's a little shady. And also, apparently, Jeremy Courtney... Uh, released video footage uh, of himself uh, in Mosul in Iraq uh-huh. when an airstrike happened and it was like big explosions. Yeah. Um, he was there, but apparently they edited in the explosions to make it look like he was much closer to the airstrike. Oh, really? Yeah. Just use some TikTok effects or something. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> just to make him just to make him seem that much awesomer. Oh, or wow. whatever. I mean, I mean, they're selling a product ultimately, right? Like, I mean, they, they need people to donate to their organization. Then they're the personality. They're the face of this organization. Yeah, probably not for it. long. I totally get it. It may be know? that they'll the, be kicked out of their own. It, it's likely they, that they will be kicked out of their own. Oh, organization. Golly. That's just unfortunate because they're the ones that like they had the vision. They had the vision and that vision and was abusive was was, was to yeah. treat every apparently literally like abusing also recipients of their of of the 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 uh you know, the charity. Like when you run an organization, like you got to be given a little bit of latitude, right? <laughs> to like Look, everybody they're different management styles. Right. The the some are more effective than others. Yeah, you know? maybe yeah. that's maybe that's all that was going on here. Seems like to me they've got like some real snowflakes that they hired. <laughs> well, and it's <clears throat> like I say, it's not just who they hired. Uh, it's it is also the uh, what when a, a person named Audrey White who recently posted on Twitter uh, asking for the Courtney's to be held accountable. She was a, a former employee. She said, "I saw them." humiliate the refugees they claimed to be empowering, mm-hmm. abuse and bully the local Iraqi female staff oh, while God. preaching about love anyway online. <laughs> so gross. gross. Yeah. All right. Well, Dan, I think this is the first time I've mentioned somebody's name on this show. Uh Oh, because I don't really care for, Maybe, maybe I've mentioned him before. I'm sure. Uh, Donald, Donald Trump Jr. Oh, DJ. DJ himself. As I like to call him. Or Deej. Oh, look at little Deej. Little Deej. Out there, you know, talking to groups. He's been doing some public speaking. Yeah, he is. Uh, He's been making all the rounds. Well, he was recently at uh, a Turning Point USA conference. Yeah. Down in Arizona. Now, if you're not familiar with Turning Point, it's like a... 
a high school, college age, conservative organization, political organization. Yeah, they're they're real peaches over there. Yeah. Um, so he was talking to the to this group, and his basic message was <laughs> that the the peaceful message, the peaceful rules, uh, as laid out in the Bible. Sure. Because it's such a peaceful book. Right. Um, but anyway, they like to think of it that way. And that's how they'll talk about it. And he's saying that the, those peaceful rules have quote, gotten us nothing. Ah! <laughs> uh, he says, and if we band together, we can take on these institutions. That's where we've gone wrong for a long time. Ah! They cannot cancel us all. <laughs> Okay, first of all, you have to be cancelable in order to be canceled, right? Like, you can't cancel Donald Trump Jr. He has people who, like, like you can't well, denounce him enough that the people who follow him aren't going to keep listening to him. Right. right. We're not the one. Yeah, like, the liberals want don't care about him, want nothing to do with him. Anyway, right. He's already as canceled as canceled can be right. on one side. Right. And so, like, uh, anyway, I, I, just, I just love that, that he's, like, he's... He, I love that they make it out like the, the, the liberals are trying to cancel them. Right. And it's just like, oh, God. You well, know, like, I, the amazing thing about this is, yeah, if, like, obviously the Trumps don't know anything about religion or Christianity. They don't care about, they, like, they literally jumped on the wagon at the very last minute as, a, in, right, as, as it was leaving town. As an obvious ploy to get votes, which yeah. clearly worked. Yeah. But they don't know anything about it. But to say this peace business is idiotic. This is <laughs> when, this, when Jesus is literally referred to as the Prince of Peace. Yeah. Like you have to use code words, dum dum. You can't just you can't I, just use the listen, word peace. I think I think we're at a point where especially like a group of young conservatives, they're there for the political reasons far more than they're there for and I think this is probably true for most Christians, political Christians in the United States anyway. on the political right. Yeah. On the religious political right. They're there more for the politics than they are for the religion. Oh yeah. And so all, and so for somebody to show up and, and, and start preaching this message, this is what they're waiting for. Yeah. They're waiting for people to give them permission to ignore the quote unquote peaceful parts of the Bible. Yeah. Um, they want a, an excuse to have a quote. I saw that. I saw just recently, just today, somebody, or, or just recently, somebody asked, uh, Madison Cawthorn, mm. uh, who's a, who's a representative, a new representative, one of these, mm -hmm. uh, crazy QAnon ding dongs here in the East United States. Yeah. They asked him, when will this, when will it be time for a second amendment solution? And he was like, soon. Yeah, no. That's I, guns, everybody. That yeah. for all of you who don't know the Second Amendment of the US Constitution, that's that means guns. They oh, want I thought that they were talking about a well-regulated militia. <laughs> yeah. When they, is, when will the time be for a well-regulated militia? Yeah. That's I mean, I I would like more regulations on our militia. Well, they're talk I mean, well, yeah. anyway. Yeah, yeah, I won't yeah. get into the you know, you know, Dan. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, so they cannot cancel us all, he said. This will be contrary to a lot of our beliefs because I'd love 
not have to participate in cancel culture. I'd love if that it didn't exist, but as long as it does, folks, we better be playing the same game. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, really? The thing that they've been screaming about for the last many months, they're now they're going to to dive into it. As yeah. though they as though they haven't been yeah. the most cancelingest of all. He says conservatives have been playing T ball while liberals played hardball. Oh my god. He suggested that conservatives should not turn the other cheek. Right? Ooh. We've turned the other cheek, and I understand sort of the the biblical reference. He said <laughs> I understand the mentality, but it's gotten us nothing. <laughs> he, com- he complained. Okay. He literally contradicts the Sermon on the Mount. Yeah. He's like, fuck the Beatitudes. Yeah. Okay. It's gotten us nothing. Well, we've seated ground in every major institution. How dare you? Wow. How dare you say that you guys have seated ground in every major institution? Yeah. I mean, it's just literally the fucking Supreme Court. As it's, like it's the literally the, the exact opposite of what's the case. And also like you literally you're giving the, the liberals so much more credit than they, should, than they deserve. Oh, my God. They have just been a bumbling bunch of ding dongs. Yeah. Uh, they yeah. You. It's it's funny when the victor is like, oh no, we've been losing. But we that's to, what these people do. That's what they He's do. got Christianity and how to talk to these people down. Oh yeah, really well. Yeah, because, because it's all about being the victim and it's being all being and scare tactics. Mm-hmm. It's all about like how scared you need to be scared. Yeah, and then accusing us of fear mongering. Yeah. Uh, look, it is the season for uh controversial displays on public grounds that is it's it happens every year of controversial displays well whether it be uh exclusively christian displays that could be that could be controversial or could or if you're inclusive about your displays that is far more controversial you're gonna be you're gonna you're gonna be really looking at it and uh (laughs) that's that is that is very true in the state of illinois Mm. you know Every year, uh, for a few years now, the members of Illinois' uh, Satanic Temple have have put up a, what they've called a snake a snake tivity display, <laughs> uh, and that's cute. That's fun. But yeah. This year they decided to ramp it up a little bit. Oh no! And what's funny is before they even did this, I should say before they even filed any paperwork because you got to file some paperwork yeah. to get a display up in the Capitol. Yeah. In the Capitol building in the rotunda or whatever. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, every year the, uh, the Catholic church wants to put up a, a beautiful little nativity scene. I'm sure it's lovely and, uh, tasteful. And for the past little while, every year, the, the satanic temple people have been like, well, we're going to put up a thing too. So before they even did anything, the uh, a Catholic bishop was like, w- literally put out a statement. This was a guy named Bishop Thomas John Paprocki. Paprocki. Paprocks. I like to call Pop-Rocky. him. Paprocki. I love Bishop Paprocki. Uh, who basically said. Is he from Hamstramp? He is from, that's originally. <laughs> uh, and he said that Satanism should, quote, should have no place in this capital or any other place. Uh, because he doesn't like democracy. Oh, clearly the Christians don't here. They don't. Mm. They don't like it. They they want Sharia law just with a, by another name, as we've talked about many yeah. times. They're big uh, fans. 
Then, uh, so, but the Satanic Temple did decide to step step it up this year. And uh, this year, they did a little nativity of their own. They did an adorable little baby Baphomet. <laughs> it's, they've got, it's, it's really cute. It's, it's, it's kind of grotesque, but also really cute. And it's just on a little pedestal in a sort of, in a, in a cloud of, of, mm. uh, of fabric. Yeah. Okay. It's, just, it's just a little baby there. The, uh, the, the leaders of, of the local chapter of the satanic temple, you know, said, did a little dedication ceremony, said mm-hmm. a little, not quite prayer because they don't, they're, you know, it's an atheist religion. It doesn't have any, uh, you know, supernatural beliefs, nothing to pray to. But they did do, you know, a few a few hail Satans. They mm-hmm. were met there. They did actually invite uh, Pop Rocks, Bishop Pop Rocks, to come and check it out. Hmm. Uh, he he did not show up. Why not? That would have been a perfect. I mean, like that would have been the right thing to do. It would have building been, bridges, yeah. right? He does not want to build a bridge <laughs> to the Satanists. Uh, but there were a bunch of uh, Catholics that did show up. They had big signs. Uh, <laughs> The, they should really do an outreach program. Satan's built Satanist building bridges. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like the, get the most vitriolic, just hateful responses <laughs> from the Christians. <laughs> just that they're trying to build bridges. With. Right. There. Yeah. As a matter of fact, there's the, just one Unitarian standing there. The it's satanic like, temple should be there. Like their image should be half of a bridge with Baphomet reaching across. <laughs> build your half. Yeah. Come on. Come on, here we are. Here we come. We want to be your friends. We want, we, we. Why don't you want to be our friends? Matter of fact, they did call, uh, they called the, the bishop's statement. They said it was divisive. They were like, oh, I just, I just love everything about it. I, I, you know, I haven't joined the satanic temple because mm-hmm. I, I'm not a joiner, but mm-hmm. it would be fun to just. Go because there were protesters there with mm. big banners that read things like Satan is not welcome or whatever. Right. Um, and I, I, you know, that's kind of delightful. I would just love to go to those things and then just, and literally the whole, like the whole response, you don't have to argue with them. You know, they, Oh, here's what the banner said. They said, <laughs> Satan has no rights, no rights. And they also said, be gone, Satan. Mary crushes the serpent, which is a weird reference, hmm. uh, but there you go. Hmm. I, I, and I just thought I, I would just want to go and just be like, oh, thanks for coming, guys. <laughs> I appreciate you. <laughs> I mean, this oh, doesn't golly. feel very welcoming. This doesn't yeah. feel very inclusive, but, very you know, Christian, but we're happy you. to include you. Would you like to come and join our little ceremony? We'd love to have you. <laughs> no. <laughs> heads explode yeah exactly holy cow well there you go uh hail satan to them and that that's that's a cute little thing to do if you listener at home would uh, would care to uh to write to us about and this or any of the things that we've talked about please do feel free uh the address is podcast at thank god i'm atheist.com or call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Stick around, there is more show coming up.
Well, Frank. Dan. Uh, listen, uh, there, there has been a new couple that has been showing up to the Jim Baker show. Oh, okay. And they are lunatics. <laughs> and okay. it is it, like they are crazy even by Jim Baker show standards. That's pretty. And they're there. bringing yeah. uh, some stuff to the show that I am really enjoying. This is Sharon and Derek Gilbert. Okay. Uh, they're taking shit into a weird direction. Oh, like demons and aliens and all kinds of crazy stuff. Oh, uh, good, yeah, okay. Uh, this, so, uh, is this really where modern American Christianity has landed? Yeah, it's. I think it's in the in that direction. We'll just. <laughs> okay. I, I'll just play this, and then and then we'll see what you think. You okay. haven't heard it yet. I, okay. Let's just play it and see what happens. The United States Capitol. Our Congress meets in a building called the Temple of Democracy named for a temple of Satan. Wow. And on December 25 of 2020, when Jupiter and Saturn got together 21st. in the sky, 21st, yeah, sorry, on the winter solstice. When they got together, it was like a picture of, Saturn, of Satan. Yes. Meeting with Shemyaza. Yes. And making a plan. Right. Now's our time. Let's go Take over the world. And again, New Agers and occultists who are looking for this golden age when this old entity, Kronos, Saturn, ruled the Earth, in other words, the pre-flood era, that's what they want to bring back. Mm -hmm. mm. And that now is you, uh, what they're working really for. really connect those events at the Capitol on January 6th mm -hmm. to the return of Saturn. How do these pieces really fit together? I want people to understand what you're, you're just not saying something off the top of your head. No. But you guys really believe this. Don't? Yes, we do. And, and I, I think God's trying to wake his church up. Yeah. And, and we've gotten so, what is it? We, 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 Complacent. Yeah. yeah. That we, we, don't, we don't even see the yeah. mighty signs that are all around us. And we that's what don't. I'm trying to bring to the world. We, we don't. And for those of you who are sitting there thinking, well, how does this affect me? At the very least... It means that we are very, very, very close to the return of Jesus Christ yeah. because the enemy knows a little bit about timing, knows the Bible better than we do. Right. And so the enemy is saying, now is our time. Mm -hmm. And their plan is to try to prevent the return of Jesus Christ. Wow. Right. Mm. There you go, Frank. <gasps> you remember? Yes. <laughs> right? <laughs> And not prevent the return of Jesus Christ. I mean, how could you? It's so <laughs> preposterous on its surface. I right? love that the goal, first of all, he's talking about New Agers and occultists. Who's being the occultist right now? You're I the know. one who's talking about like what it means when there's a conjunction of Jupiter and Saturn. We have to study it, Dan. Do you remember that last year? There was a, it, right at the solstice. There was, was amazing. But yeah. what was funny is that everybody was calling it the Christmas star mm. when it was literally just like, they weren't even that close together. They were still very visibly two bodies, but mm -hmm. they were close enough that they kind of looked like, it was ridiculous. It was the, if you had a really bad astigmatism. <clears throat> yeah. Right. If, if you cross your eyes enough, it's one star. <laughs> and it was just weird. And it was just this, like, it was just... And it wasn't on Christmas, as they say. It was on the solstice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But they, but like that back then, they were making it about Jesus. Now they're making it about Kronos, Saturn, the God. Are we talking about the God Saturn? 
This is pre, but Dan, this is pre-flood. Right. What's important here is it's pre-flood, uh, and they and they want to come back. I mean, why wouldn't they? Yeah, I got news for you, uh, Derek. We we're not angling for a different god. Like what we're what, we're not we're not like hoping to get rid of God, get rid of Christianity in hopes of going back to Saturn, to right. Kronos, to Titans, and you know, oh and and whatever. It's, I think that's not what we're angling at. Well, I just love the, how impotent is Jesus Christ in their mind. Right. Right. To not be able to like, like you're talking about the, the fucking God. Yeah. The God. Yeah. Right. All powerful, omnipotent, the whole works. Right. <laughs> right. I said two things that mean the same thing, but um, like what he, you're telling me you can foil his plans. Right. Exactly. It's so stupid. Well, and also what, even if there were major, very powerful, uh, plans afoot to thwart the second coming of Jesus, according to your theology, as you point out, Frank, you don't got to do shit. You yeah. can't thwart it. So don't worry about it. Just yeah. sit back and chill. Just let it happen. Just go do some, just, literally, why don't you go? Do some loving, which is what all Jesus said to do. Go do some charity and just wait. You don't have to stop the bad guys. Isn't there something, an actual prohibition about trying to figure out when it's going to happen anyway? Yeah, well. There's something in there. Yeah. That says don't try to figure it out. Yeah. I mean, it also said that it was going to happen within that generation. So, well, but gen you have to understand. <laughs> no, no. Generation means something different. Don't you do it. <laughs> Don't you do it. <laughs> you have to think about time on God's scale. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's cute. <laughs> All right. Well, we had some folks write into us, call into us. We got some people. We've got some correspondence. So Ooh. let's just dive right in. Our friend Steve wrote into us to say, hey, guys, I have a hitch encounter of the third kind to share. Ooh, nice. This is a reference to Christopher Hitchens, mm -hmm. who we honored uh, somewhat on last week's show. Yeah. Tried uh, to. Steve said, uh, seated in the back row during a session of The Amazing Meeting, which is shortened to TAM, back in 2007, I had trouble hearing the speaker thanks to two dudes standing a few feet back behind me uh, talking in what I'm sure they thought was sotto voce. I got up, walked back, and whispered, excuse me, gentlemen, but I'm having trouble hearing. One of them immediately and graciously apologized, and they took their conversation out into the hall. A little while later, the host announced that the next speaker, one Christopher Hitchens, uh, and I recognized the man stepping up to the mic as the fellow who had just apologized to me. Oh, This was the first I had ever heard of Hitchens. Needless to say, his presentation held me wrapped. A friend later pointed out that I may be the only person in history who ever successfully shushed Christopher Hitchens. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's cute. Shelly wrote into us to say thank you so much for acknowledging the 10-year anniversary of the loss of Hitch. My husband knew him. And what this is a, you're basically bragging, Shelly. This is a brag. Mm -hmm. But I am jealous, I will admit. I'm totally jealous. My husband knew him, and once we went to his house for dinner while in D.C. Hmm. I can say without hesitation that this event remains in the top 10 of my life so far. Hmm. I could go on and on, but the main thing is how charming... Sit next to me, dear. Keep yourself from the rabble, uh, was the quote. Mm -hmm. And freakishly smart he was. He had an mm -hmm. eidetic memory 
and could quote paragraphs from 18th century tomes. Mm. His friend James uh, Kerchick was also there. Jamie is gay, and he and Hitch also engaged in some fourth-grade-level ribbing of each other that was hilarious to me and super unexpected. Hmm. Uh, not a day of the Trump maladministration went by that I did not wish Hitch was around to skewer mm. that narcissistic know-nothing. Yeah. Yeah. He, that is the voice that we needed mm-hmm. to shred uh, the Donald. But, yeah. But alas, How we, would that have done? we didn't have it. Why don't Why don't we play the voicemail that we? Yeah, got? this is from Donnie, um, our friend our, Donnie, our friend Donnie. He uh, called in to uh, in response to um, a couple shows ago. I think we were talking about uh, surviving Christmas. Like, what do you What do you do? Yeah, um, to 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 get through it all. And here, here's what he has to say. Hey guys, it's Donnie, Mount Shasta, California. We've talked before. So I sent you a picture of our Christmas tree, which has a Mr. Bones standing up right next, right next to it. So my pattern for surviving Christmas is to just have fun. So my husband and I, we always put out a couple of skeletons with Christmas uh, hats on or, you know, whatever. You just have to make it your own. So I think that's all you have to do. And yes, he did send a uh, an image of of a skeleton next to a, a Christmas tree. That's mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Go, go go skeletal. Why yeah. not? Just, yeah, do whatever you you want to do. It's celebrate it, the death part of Christmas. The death part. I don't know what it is, but you can figure it out. Well, thirty three years later. <laughs> I like that. There's a there's been a, a meme going around that's it's a it's an old you know a. a maybe a Renaissance painting of the nativity. Oh, yeah. I don't know when it was painted, but, but an old painting of the nativity. Mm-hmm. And in the background, there's a crucifix hanging on the wall and it oh. says, spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> like originally in the painting. Yeah. Originally in the painting, there, there is was, a crucifix. There's a crucifix. Oh, and it's just like, oh come on guys. Don't give away the ending. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> All right. Paul also wrote into us, uh, dear Frank and Dan, I'm a longtime listener, but just a recent patron. Well done, Paul. What, how, how the magic power is going? Are they awesome? I bet they are. So anyway, uh, I thought you might enjoy how our small South Central Pennsylvania town handled our 2021 Dillsburg Area Free Thinkers, or DAFT for short, Festivus display. Hmm. Since 2014, our Festivus banner and poll have joined the two nativity scenes on the town square. In 2011, I requested that the borough place a disclaimer sign near the nativity scene indicating that the borough did not place and did not endorse the nativity scene, which they, uh, which they did. But every year since... Our Festivus display gets put up. Uh, The disclaimer sign gets pounded into the ground right in front of and partially blocking the Festivus greetings. Mm. So every year I undo the disclaimer sign and pound it into the ground midway between the baby Jesus and the Festivus pole. I decided to try something different this year and just let the disclaimer sign stay where, where the borough employee placed it. I posted a pic of the display on the local Facebook group uh, or on a local Facebook page that 
The Festivus display was once again up on the square, like I usually do. The next morning, I got a call from the borough manager asking me what I did and did I know just how many phone calls she received about the disclaimer sign being placed so rudely. Later that day, a new disclaimer sign was put between the displays, stating that all the displays were privately placed and none were endorsed by the borough, with a promise that this would never happen again. Hmm. The added attention caused a group of people to get together to meet on December 23rd, which is Festivus, for the airing of grievances. <laughs> that's cute. Oh, that's awesome. I think that's fun. And he included a, a picture. And indeed, they they do they did just place the sign like it it's blocking a big portion of of How their rude. display. That Very is rude. Really rude. Just just they yeah. wouldn't have done that to a baby Jesus. No. No, I do not approve. Uh, but our friend Paul was very was very gracious. And yeah, didn't 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 move the sign to block the baby Jesus because no. he understands that that's wrong. Yeah, yeah. There you Just go. Caused an uproar. Well, uh, I need to uh, to give some thanks. Mm. Uh, it's we're past Thanksgiving, and yet we and have yet one must still. We must show gratitude. Showed gratitude. It is the season of giving, and uh, and one Janice. Has given to us, and that oh, nice. is a, a lovely thing to do, Wonderful. Uh, Janice. So thank you so much. And we, in response, would like to give back to you in the form of magic powers. You get the priesthood, Janice. Ooh, ooh what and, mm. and we're going to give you, uh, you know, we're going to ordain her a priest. Nice. So Janice, well congratulations. Done. You are now a priest. Mm -hmm. You have um, priestly powers. Uh, you get to... Uh, bless the sacrament. Such a good, such, such power. And in a, and such a thought. Although I will say this in a pinch, you can uh, pour oil on somebody's head and pronounce a blessing uh, on them too. Something. I think so. Anyway, I think, I don't know you, do, you know what? Fuck it. You can use do, the oil. Do what you want. <laughs> do All whatever right. you want. Um, uh, you're magic now. So thank you so much for that. Uh, yeah. And, and if we, you'd like to join her. Yeah, I think you, you should. You can do so. It is the season for giving. Yeah. Go to our website, thankgodimatheist.com, and look for the mem or for the uh, support tab. Yeah. It's it's easy. Click on the support tab. You've got some options. You if, got you can't, if you can't do that, I we understand. But, but do give us five stars wherever you can find that some stars lovely. to that give us. That is lovely. And, yeah. and, uh, and, you know, tell your friends about us. That's all very helpful. Those, those are very, very lovely ways to help us out. Yeah. Uh, and we have one more person to thank. We do indeed. We have our Lord and Savior, Dan. Our top donor, Demonium. Thanks, everyone. There's more show coming up. Well, Frank. Dan. Uh, the new year is just around the corner. It is indeed. And, oh, uh, and what a year it's going to be. Yeah. Uh, Already, I can just tell. I can feel it. Well, you know, sometimes you just, you can feel... Just the, the, all the goodness, all this warmth and rays of sunshine just yeah. around the corner. <laughs> By warmth, just, do you mean global warming? Yeah, tons of it. Just, just so just, much. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Looking forward, uh, your sarcasm is noted. <laughs> it, is, uh, it is easy to despair currently. Ooh, yes. Uh, you know, we do have uh, a climate emergency. Mm -hmm. Currently, mm -hmm. uh, as as the people in the Midwest who have experienced 
unseasonable tornadoes can tell you mm-hmm. about. We, you know, we've got uh, our democracy is on the brink of failure mm-hmm. here in these United States. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's rampant pay inequality currently. Uh, there's racial inequality uh, everywhere you look. Inflation. Inflation is the big boogeyman right now. Uh, scary. Not sure. Yeah. There's there's, there's a lot of shit. Stuff. And scary. also, not to mention, uh, a new variant of the pandemic that is the just the most uh, communicable thing. Why can't this end? <laughs> why, why won't this just fucking end? Well, unfortunately, we didn't uh, disseminate. We had a vaccine. I don't know if you know this. We have a vaccine. Uh, we just didn't get it everywhere. New. And though, and and we also couldn't convince everyone where where it was readily available. We couldn't convince enough people enough people to take it. So now we've got. Uh, it's remarkable. Omicron. It's just. Uh, it's 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 not good. It's not no. a good. It's not a good thing. No. It's. I mean, okay. So here's my my take. It's like where we're at with. The pandemic. Okay. Which is, we know what it is. At this point, we we sort of like, Omicron is a little scary because it's this new thing. But it it, it seems like it's it's mainly just more contagious. Yeah. That, that, that's, that's, and that's what's really bad about it. Right. It's because the same, but worse. It's, it's the same, <laughs> but much more likely to overwhelm our public health system. Yeah. Right. And to overwhelm our hospitals and everything. Um, and so, but, but again, we have familiarity with it and this is where I'm trying to, to stay. We, I know what it is. I have my vaccinations. I've been boosted. I know how to wear a mask. Mm-hmm. I know what to do. I know that, uh, uh, testing is a good thing yes. and te- tests are, you know, they're not really, the home tests aren't all that readily available at the moment, but you can still go get one. Biden just said he's going to release free home tests. Yeah, it's like a month away, though. It's still but there. It's, still, it's, it's coming, right? It's coming. There's, and that's a good thing. Testing's widely available but what, in guess, these United yeah. States. And so we have the tools and we've got our brains and hopefully we're a rational bunch. Us, me and you and our listeners. Yes. Um, and everyone uh, here in the room with us <laughs> in the podcast room. And so like, it's scary. It's an unknown, but I, I, I I'm ready to face Omicron. Yeah, right? sure. Um, I know it's going to suck. I know it's going to be another rough patch. Yeah. Um, and I know that where are we at 800,000 people dead in this country. A plus plus at this moment. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're, we're gonna, gonna hit, hit that, that million. million we're gonna hit the million. We're, we're oh. gonna get there, everybody. Don't you worry. Yeah, we're gonna get there. Um, <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> so, so that that's kind of where I'm at. As far as like global warming, I, I just refuse to think about it. <laughs> um, I will I will do my part. I will do what I can. But at the end of the day, I don't know. We're 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 looking at maybe Michigan as being an option to move to. <laughs> There's we're like we're, we're looking around like where where can you move that like it's why not going to just would, be absolutely awful. You don't and need Michigan to move. is like kind of high on the list. Why would you? Why would it? Why would a Salt Laker need to move? Scorching summers. Oh no! Running out of water. Yeah, well, the water thing's a bit of an issue. Uh, yeah, we don't have any water. 
and <laughs> so forth and so on. There is a drought happening. Yeah. And uh, the terrible air that we just can't seem to shake. And yeah. All that well, stuff. here's... Okay. So let us let us look for some rays of sunshine in all of this. Uh, I, I am going to say that on... Yeah, I think I, I think everything things are gonna get bad. But maybe now is a good time because because um, all of the, the things that we just listed uh-huh. are way too big for any individual person to solve. Right. right. You can't you can't solve it. You like you say, you can do your part. You do your thing. You make you sure do. that make you know, you can we it's probably a good time to redouble uh your efforts in terms of, you know. Uh, we a lot of people have very very relaxed on their COVID protocols. Mm-hmm. Their personal COVID protocols might be time to tighten up. Mm-hmm. Listen, I don't know who to listen to at this point. I just it's it's kind of ridiculous. But j- just tighten up, tighten. Listen, run, run listen. a tighter ship yourself. Okay, you don't need to know who to listen to at this point. You already know what to do. But do you uh, anyway? Yes, you do. Masking is probably keep yeah and and it's, it's, and maybe it, try and find some places that don't let you in unless you have your COVID card unless you have your vaccine vaccination sure. card yeah a friend of mine just recently sent me a photograph you know his his uncle in law has just passed away uh, he was unvaccinated he had apparently though in his possession both a I have a religious exemption to any kind of mandate. How dare you card. (laughs) Right. And a falsified vaccination card. Oh, golly. Uh, Both of those things. uh, None. Neither of them prevented him from getting the COVID and dying. Yeah. But could you imagine though? You're like, will you take, will you accept this one? No. You're like, oh, okay. Let me try this one. Let me, uh, let me pull out the old. this, This one says I don't have to get it. But this, and this one says I did get this it. This one says I got it. So, <laughs> God. but but yeah, I mean, ah, God, encourage you, encourage your your local places to to tighten up too. Anyway, you go. The, the the point that we're that we're headed toward is maybe it's time to make it a time of personal growth and of personal uh, <laughs> joys. Find happiness in your little, you know, get your bubble. And yeah. uh, and find your joys inside of that. I don't know that we're to the point where we all need to start making sourdough bread again. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, we already went through the baking phase of the pandemic. It I don't may- know if we can loop back to that wholly, but like, but you know, but something. There's something along yeah. those lines. You can find us another kind of hobby. <laughs> It's uh, it's time. It's time for that. It's time to uh, to yeah. you know make all make all of your resolutions about uh about curing your depression because yeah. uh because literally therapists are worried right now. Go take some long walks. Yeah, do some self care. Like yeah, I mean we we sort of pitched this to each other before the show as well. I pitched it to you as like we 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 need to give a pep talk. Yeah, we're not doing a good job of pep pep talking (laughs) at all. I think we are. I think we are. This is a rational pep talk. This is not like pie in the sky, go out there and, you know, beat some Omicron ass or whatever. This is just, you already know what to do. Do it. You've gotten this far. Right. right? It's going on two years. 
We know how to pandemic. We just have to get through the the next little bit. But and, do and, pandemic. Yeah. Do realize we are still like, don't get, if you haven't been boosted yet, get the booster. The booster is vital. Yeah. If you're not boosted, shit's going to go wrong. Like, yeah. like literally you got to get your booster. Yeah. Uh, and just, you know, take the steps that you need to take. We're going to get through Omicron and then, you know, we'll get through a few more Greek letters yeah. and Epsilon is the one to really look out for. Because um, after that, they have to switch to a whole other alphabet. <laughs> is that what it is? No, then it's probably just like alpha alpha. Oh, <laughs> I don't know what they'll do. They'll just, I have no they, idea. They'll just go to ABC. Yeah. No. Look, the the, the point is, uh, it, you do know how to do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, more people are going to die. Mm-hmm. People are going to continue to do that. Although, you know what? Here's another little ray of sunshine. Mm-hmm. The FDA did just approve that that Pfizer anti an, yeah. antiviral drug. Yeah. So that's... there will be therapeutics as well as preventatives mm-hmm. uh, that are out there. Don't rely on it. Make sure you get the preventatives first, mm-hmm. and, um, and do your part. Do your due diligence. Yeah. But if you know if you if things go wrong for you, mm-hmm. pretty soon there will be uh, there will be therapeutics out there that will be very helpful. Mm-hmm. So, so that's good, but but also again, just find your joy, mm-hmm. please. Don't, like everybody's everybody's been depressed for a while now. Mm-hmm. It's time to start like realizing that you can still thrive within these confines. Yeah. Like with like, yes, there's a lot of really scary shit in the world. Uh, I could. Boy, the list. Don't list. We've we've listed enough. <laughs> there's more. There, there's there's plenty. There's plenty more. Uh, <laughs> those of you who are not in the United States of America, we're one of the things. Like our country is one of the is high on the list of things that are terrifying. <laughs> but just realize that uh, that you know what you you can't control almost any of that, but you can control your little world. Mm. Or, or parts of your little world and you can control your responses to the universe. So, so try to be gentle and try to try to enjoy yourself. Yeah. Don't panic. Yeah. A Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy now yeah. currently applies. There's literally nothing you can do about a gamma ray. Like, except, like <laughs> it's, when it, if, if it's coming, it's just coming. Right? Like, Now you're just trying to terrify the people. Now, now you're just doing it on purpose at this point. Oh my God. The gamma rays. Really? Okay. Um, <laughs> Don't You won't even feel it. It'll just be over. Go ahead. Fine. Go find somebody else that, uh, that needs your help and help them because helping feels good. Yeah. And, uh, and help you. Cause that feels good. Find find a therapist if you need one, mm-hmm. but uh, but yeah, find your joy, and I would love for our listeners to write in and tell us briefly what what joy you have found mm-hmm. that you think others might enjoy too. Yeah, I think that sounds great. Uh, that we're gonna we're gonna we want you to be part of the pep talk. So write into us podcast at thankgodimatheist.com and tell us the little thing that you're doing that's just given you. A bit of uh, that ray of sunshine in the deep, deep darkness of the universe. Yeah. Or use your voice. Or call us and tell us about it. Do that. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yes. 
Uh, listen, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash TGIAtheist. Click the like button. Uh, it's how we gather you. And if you'd like to join one of our members-only lounges, or great communities. Yeah, community is one of the things that can bring you some joy. So, yeah. so do definitely do that. Uh, go to our website, thankgodimatheist.com slash members only. Yeah, that'll take you to the Facebook members only lounge or the Discord members only yeah, lounge. They're both there. Uh, whether there. so so yeah, whether you're young or you're old, you've got a space. <laughs> uh, hey, thanks so much to the Red Rock Hot Club for the use of their beautiful music, and thanks to Gordon Johnston for the use of his music. And thanks to all of y'all for tuning in. We sure do appreciate you. Thanks so much for listening. Bye bye.